Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I'm your host, Vin, and what you're about to listen to is an interview I did about a year ago now, actually, with a lady called Anika Ladd. Anika Ladd also goes by the name of Date Mussy. So if you're someone who follows her on Instagram, that's the name you probably know of rather than her real name. Now, what Anika does for a living is arrange dates. <laughs> so she puts on um, singles events. Actually, she started doing couples events too, but she puts on these events for Asian singles mostly to meet other people. And what she does is put the fun back into dating. So she puts on these fun events where people can meet, get together, and then kind of meet people in a more relaxed environment where you're not under a pressure situation. So you might be thinking, why have I got someone like that on a podcast that's mostly based around kind of fitness, health, changing your body and becoming happier? Well, there's a big kind of insight I think she has to add. So she, I found her very inspiring. This, this podcast isn't just about kind of getting in shape or improving your health or improving your fitness. It's also about improving your life, becoming happier with your life. So I feel she can kind of give that value to this podcast. So the reason why I felt that was because she does a job that's not quite typical of an Asian person. What I mean by that is when you you start your own business or you do something like this, it's not typically in the kind of dating environment. It's, it's not a job that you would kind of hear most people in, especially in the Asian community. And I thought that was really inspiring that she's taken a leap into something she's passionate about. And I thought, speaking about how she got into it and sharing that insight into how she got into this career would be really basically thought-provoking and also inspiring to the people who listen to this podcast and hopefully you get inspiration to start following your passion or your dream and ultimately live a happier life. So I hope you enjoy this podcast. Let us know what you think at the end and yeah, I'll let her take it away. Welcome to the Stronger, Fitter, Happier podcast. I am your host, Vin, and today I am joined by the wonderful (laughs) Anika Ladd. So Anika has an alias, an online alias. So for those of you who don't know, she is also known as Date Mussy. So this is something new we're starting. So it's like an interview series or something that we're doing on the podcast. And we're also going to be recording some video footage as well. So... If you if you listen to this on the podcast, feel free to go and check out the video. Um, I'll link it somewhere because I don't know where I'm posting it just yet. Okay. <laughs> but anyway, let's get to who you are, why we're here, and what we're doing on this whole interview thing that we're starting. So basically, I've invited you to come onto this podcast because I feel you have something special to share with our audience. So the the podcast is obviously called Stronger, Fit, Happier, and I feel like you potentially let's see how this turns out yeah potentially could share something that could help people feel stronger fitter happier or lead a stronger fitter happier life Mm -hmm. so let's see let's let's just introduce who you are first of all so the way i know you i don't know that you that well i think i've only met you how how many times have we met we met in person once yeah um and then we spoke on the phone a few times yeah so i don't know you that well um but you feel like you do. That's the main thing. Yeah. <laughs> this, this is why it's good. This is why I wanted you on here. The joys uh, of social media make you feel like you know everyone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, so I know you um, as Date Massey and Anika. And Which one someone, do you know me more as? Um, I'm not actually sure. I think more Date Massey because I see your content on Date Massey yeah. a bit more. So Date Massey, in my understanding, is someone who sets up is it only Asian people you work with? Yeah. Yeah, so sets up Asian people or like helps Asian people find other people, like so kind of partners and yeah. you're, you're like a dating agency kind of thing, but a one-man band or one-woman band. One, one massive band, yes. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, 
But rather than me trying to introduce who you are, why don't yeah. you introduce yourself? So just explain who you are, what you do, and yeah, we can go from there. Okay, so day to day, I am Anika Lad. Yes, yep. I'm. Um, what can I say? A woman in my thirties. I'm not going to tell you exactly how old I am, <laughs> um, but the name Massey. Don't be fooled by it. I'm not an old buddy who's annoying and pokes you at a wedding and asks you when you get married. I'm a person in my 30s, like I said, who understands dating and how dating's changed so much just in the last decade, let alone anything else. Um, so yeah, day to day, I'm Anika and I actually, um, I'm an event professional. I have been in events for 15 years or so now. Um, but people know me as Date Massey. So I started this company four years ago um, because I'm saw how many people were struggling to meet people. Um, I myself was with my partner at the time, um, but I was surrounded by friends and family who were all struggling to meet and just connect. And so I decided to start running events okay. to kind of bring them together. Right. Well, that, that kind of brings me on to po- the point why, why I kind of invited you onto this podcast okay. and new video kind mm-hmm. of podcast as well. Yeah. So the reason why I'm, I wanted to bring you on here because... Your job is not like the new business that you have yeah. or the, the four year, three year, four years, four year yeah. business that you have is quite, it's not normal for an Asian person to be running this type of service for mm-hmm. someone. So one, I wanted to question you on like how you got started, because I, th- I think if you share that, that kind of journey of mm-hmm. how you got started and everything, it's quite inspirational to the people who listen to this. Yeah. So from that, it could help people leave a happier, lead a happier life. Mm-hmm. The other reason why is because... <clears throat> um, I can't even think of the other reason why. There was, there was two reasons why in my head, but yeah. How I make people feel happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically, yeah. I, I, yeah that, that's actually exactly there what it go. was. <laughs> so your career, um, I feel it helps people make... Like, you know, bringing love to someone's life is something that is massive and it's a really big part of someone's life and happiness. I suppose we're similar in that aspect. You see a transformation in terms of somebody comes to you and says, I'm not happy about the way I am with my body or my fitness. People come to me and say, I'm not, I need help in my dating career or I want to meet somebody. And when when it does work and I've had a success out of it, or even to be honest, not even, for me, the end goal is not always about a wedding. And I think that's the misconception everyone always thinks the first question always everyone always asks me how many weddings have you had how many weddings have you had yes i've had five weddings which i'm completely proud of what as in you've been married five times i've been married five yes just don't talk don't master that (laughs) (laughs) um no i've had five weddings out of it and i've even had um my first date massey baby out of it which is brilliant but that's the rewarding part for me but for me the i see the transformation from when they come to my events yeah literally they're so nervous which is natural like i'm the same when i go to any networking events those first five minutes are always nerve-wracking and i see the difference when they leave four hours later they're hugging me big and literally their shoulders have dropped and i've just made dating not daunting it sounds so cheesy but it's true literally they walk away and they leave hugging me going i can't believe this was a dating event yeah and that is probably like the biggest mile and a bit like yourself when you you know you when you can see a transformation from somebody from one month to three months yeah. i see it within four hours so, you know or i see it over a few events and things like that so or even longer until like lead up to yeah the and if they are in a relationship like as well and like they keep in contact with me and you know to be honest the other part is that the reason to some degree like we are different uh, or is in date mass is different and one thing i've noticed we become friends with people who come to our events we get you know we get invited to birthday parties we get invited to housewarmings and things like that so people don't just see us as a business um they see us more as like oh actually i really like them they're really nice and you know you don't very you don't hear that very often yeah you know you don't see that crossover yeah because um normally when you go to like kind of dating agencies or companies they're they're very big organizations they're not run by often or like a dating service or dating events they're not often run by one person yeah it's just um like not service based it's mm-hmm. more like an app or yeah you're just pe- you're connecting people whereas mm-hmm. you're you're connecting people but providing a experience through connecting yeah. people as well no it's true and i'm that's why like even with people always say to me do you have an app do you have um i've got a website but you know do, you, do we have a profile can we see who's coming to the events and i'm 
against that. Yeah. For that very reason, I'm like, no, come to an event. I'm a strong believer that when you meet somebody, you'll know whether you like somebody or not within three seconds. You don't get that over messaging and then missed messaging or, you know, apps and, and, you know, we're in this swipe left, swipe, swipe yeah. right generation. And that's not just in dating. It's with anything. You go to any function, even if you are single or married, you'd still, we're in that generation where we just literally want everything instant. Yeah. And that's why I find that events is a lot better that you come, you invest four hours, you get to meet 30 or 40 people and you walk away from it and you've gained a lot more rather than waste. Like, for one, setting up a profile for yourself is the hardest thing. I wouldn't even be able to write <laughs> about myself, let alone anything else. And then you spend three months trying to talk to somebody, whether it's going to lead to even a coffee or whatever. You've wasted three months of your life. Here, you've got literally... Yeah, and you, you never know on an app. You could swipe left to, or I don't know, I've never been on it. So That's good to know. That, yeah. <laughs> swipe left or right. I don't know which way you go yeah. for the person you don't want. Yeah. But you could have swiped left on the person that could have been the love of your life. Yeah, and this is... Just because of how they look or... So many missed opportunities. A picture. Yeah, and I think even with the events as well. Yes, obviously, everyone, it is about first impressions. It's, you know, everyone walks in and they scope out the room and go, oh, who's the good looking one? Who's the, you know, mm, not sure about her and whatnot. And I try and tell people, please don't do that. I know we're in this generation where we do that. But more times than not, it's so funny because I see it that the guy's always drawn to the attractive girl or the girls are always attracted to this one guy. But obviously, I see the feedback afterwards. And there'll be a couple of people there with really brilliant personalities. And because of the activities, their personalities come out and they're the ones that walk away with the most amount of ticks, not the good looking ones. Yeah. So I'm a strong believer that come, like, let people meet the real you. And that's what all my, my events are pretty much like. It lets people like kind of let let their hair down. Yeah. And I think that's what it is. Like, you know, obviously I run all activity based events and that is my aim. I won't, I won't do speed dating. I won't do other events because I'm a strong believer that the activity works as a focus and you don't have to struggle for conversation. And so therefore you just, you're in a team, you get to know people and people get to just know you, you're, you know, you're, and they see what you're like. Your your whole guard is dropped completely. You yeah, don't realise it. You can't put on a front. Like, you can't, yeah. yeah. You know, if you're in a team, let's say it's a quiz, and you've got to all work together to try and get the answer. But once... Yeah. People some, can see if you're a dick or not. <laughs> basically, yeah. Um, but the other thing is as well, like, I design all the questions around so that they're going to spark conversation. So through the questions, you'll, you know, I might do something about anatomy in there. So you're going to find out if somebody's a doctor or not, and you're never going to have to ask that question, like, what do you do for a living? Because... People hate asking that question. Yeah. What do you do? Where Unless do you, you are a doctor, because yeah. they, they can go, I'm a doctor. Well, yeah, but sometimes <laughs> they don't want to know because, we, you know, being in the Asian culture, like, oh, God, they're just going to ring me and ask me for, like, free advice. Well, something. actually, you know, there's, um, <laughs> the, the worst thing is where people are actually into fitness. So when you ask hobbies, I don't know what it is. Maybe you can um, yeah. tell me. Not that I've experienced this, but I see it on, you know, um, what's that lighty, no lighty, no likey program called? Take me out. Oh, take me out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So on take me out, if there's a personal trainer or anyone who's into yeah. fitness, why do all the girls turn the lights off? Turn the lights off? Maybe because they feel like they're going to be judged. Oh, okay. They're going to be like, oh, he's not going to like my bingo wings. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, I don't I don't have to find a partner now. I thought I think... it'd be the other way around, that people would want to go after fitness trainers because they know that they're going to be... No, literally. Well, I, have you ever watched the program? Yeah, yeah, I have watched it. So they always... Most of the people, like, lights go off when it's anything fitness-based or they're a sports player or they, they take part in some kind of physical activity. So there's know. certain professions out there. I suppose it's like when people do go speed dating, they always lie about their profession. They'll try out saying that they're a pilot or they're an air stewardess or something. Just, really? Well, I think that's the other thing. Like, with dating as well, you need to be memorable and there's so much pressure about that. It's like so people pressure. lie, but doesn't it just come out afterwards? Pretty much. But that's the thing. Again, you can lie online. You can't lie in person, or you can, but eventually you are going to get caught out. Mm. So, um, and I think, like I said, you know, you can lie within the first five minutes, but after quite a few hours, it's going to, it's going to come out eventually. So, um, well, I mean, we'll come back to some of the events and like what you actually do within your work and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But what I kind of wanted to get out of you was like, how did you get to this position? So... Basically, one of the questions I'm going to be asking in this um, series of interviews that I'm going to be doing is, how did we get to this moment here? Like, you talking to me. Well, I offered you for a cup of tea and you didn't want to (laughs) (laughs) But as in, like, how how did you get to this moment in terms of, like, where you are today in your business to kind of talking to me today? Mm -hmm. Forget, obviously, talking to me today, but as in, like, how did you get to today? 
like from where you started what the journey's it, been like basically. yeah basically like what's happened like how, how did Date Masters start okay so like I said I've um, so I've been in events for about 15 years or so yeah um, and most of the events I used to do so I used to work for businesses and I'd do a lot of team building so um, a lot of trying to boost morale in the offices you know you, most of the times you'd be working with two three hundred people in a business but on different floors and no one would interact they used to do a lot of te- team building activities and I used to see the effects that has you've got people that should be really working together on a regular basis but they don't and they you know and obviously in this day and age everyone just speaks over email um, so I used to organize these team building activities and I could see the difference it made before the event and after the event how people would be engaging with people that they wouldn't normally and things like that so the idea sparred from there and obviously I had the expertise of events and so it actually started 10 years ago that my um, journey okay. um, so again I was with my partner at the time but we I had a lot of friends and family around me who were struggling to meet people so I was like let me try and do a different kind of event let me try and do like a bowling event or a golf day or something like that where it's, there is an activity and see whether this works and I did two events then about 10 years ago and they were both really successful there was nothing about profit there was nothing about there was no end game there it was just let me see whether this works really really successful and at the time I used to be part of my community yeah. I used to organize events for the community so when I used to do those when I did those two events everyone just thought they were only for because I had run them they were only for my community. Nobody else could attend the events. Okay. So I was like, well, okay, let me try. Then... Um, Sorry to interrupt, yeah. but when you say your community... You so mean? I'm part of... Um, uh, I'm, I'm Gujarati, and there's a... Like, uh, my surname's Lad. So there's a whole community of lads and mysteries and people like that. Oh, all I get see. Together. Okay. So I used to be part of our youth team, and we used to organise events, Christmas parties, things like that. Um, and so when I did this event, which was my own event... Because I had run it, everyone associated that I was doing it for my community as well. So there was a bit of a confusion, if that makes sense. Yeah. So, um, but then, so I did the two events. Then my um, partner at the time proposed to me and we got married. And so commitments took over. I got married. But then once I got married, I inherited another another family who were then saying to me, oh, can you do any, you know, I had literally a whole new pool of people saying to me, well, we're single. Can you do something for us? And I was working and things like that, and I just didn't have the time. Um, so these events were set up to help meet people meet people? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So these two events that I did were like a bowling and a golf day 10 years ago, and they were literally just to see whether and this new concept would work, and it did. Um, then I got married, commitments took over, and I was working, um, and I was still doing corporate events and still doing team building. And then I decided, actually, there was something in me saying, like, and in that, t- in, the, in that time as well, everyone kept saying to me, oh, it would be really great if you could do another event, another event and stuff like that. But I was like, if I do it, I, ne- I want to broaden it out. I don't want it just to, and I don't want it to be done under me. I want it to have a name so that it can attract other people. It's not just for the Gujarati community or okay. the, the only mystery community and things like that. So I was working um, and then I chose to leave the company that I was working for and pursue this because I was like, let me see if this can work. And that was four years ago. So I left my company that I was working for, which I absolutely loved. Um, but I'd gained so much knowledge from doing a lot of team building with them. And yeah, I set up Date Massey. And the name took a while to kind of conjure up. But somebody called me at a barbecue when they saw me trying to... Clearly, there was a couple there. They liked each other, just didn't know how to go about it. And I was just like, just watching them. And the guy who was next to me is like you're such a date massy. Look at you oh. trying to set them up. And I was just like, and the name just stuck <laughs> with me. And then when it came to setting up the company, I was just like, you know, looking for loads of inspiration. What kind of names? And I was just like, date massy. I was like, it's pretty much says what it is. Yeah. Like, it's, it is catchy. It's, it's a dating service. It's a dating service. Because, ser- because of the word massy. Yeah. It's like- you know that it's going to be the Asian culture. Yes, I do understand that the name massy does kind of people do question it when they meet me they're like you're not what I was expecting yeah because you're not an old lady yeah exactly <laughs> exactly so they you know a lot of people sometimes they are like oh I, I've had other people say oh date Massey does that mean that you set us up with Masseys I'm like no it doesn't mean that at all <laughs> what the it's hell? not a cougar agency at all or anything like that um so yeah the name literally I was like let me see if this works and it did and the response was just like people yeah. people just said look it's catchy it stays in our mind and um 
Yeah, kind of that was it four years ago. Yeah. For anyone who doesn't know what oh, yeah. Masi means, yes. it means auntie and specifically mother, like your mum's sister. Yeah. So, yeah, the relation is auntie. Um, but within the Asian community, you always tend to, if somebody's older than you, you're always going to call them a Masi yeah. or something Out like that. Out of respect. Out of When respect. you say, oh, like, that's my, or like, hello, auntie. It's yeah. like, you're, you're typically addressing someone who's a lot older than you. Yeah, so sometimes you're not even related to them, but it's out of respect you'd call them that. But also this, the reputation of a Masi at a wedding is always a matchmaker. Yeah. Um, so... <laughs> Annoying matchmaker. And annoying, actually, yeah. So the ones that you kind of set shut yourself in the foot a little, yeah, a little bit. bit. With the name. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, but like I said, it's just um, yeah, it's kind of stuck. And now I just get referred to. Yeah. I get referred to as date Massey rather than I get referred to as Anika. Okay. Which is um, <laughs> annoying or not? Um, it's fine. I occasionally, you just get called Massey across the room from somewhere, and you're like, "Whoa, where did that come?" From? Oh. <laughs> um, but it, at least it. No, at least it. I feel like well, at least the brand is recognisable. Yeah. Um, and people know me for it now. So. so there's something else I wanted to pick with you about <laughs> is what's with the red. So for those of you who are just listening and not watching, Anika always wears red. Well, every time. Well, I've only met you once before this, but anything I see online as well, you're always wearing red, red lipstick, red top. Um, yeah, I actually got. Oh my god, you got pink nail I've got varnish. Pink nail Come varnish on. on, I know. <laughs> But and I'm trying to see if you've got any other red accessories. No. But yeah, so red is your colour. What What's with that? Red is my brand. Okay. And um, so I've always associated... So my brand is always red. Anything I like is... It, if it's red, it's kind of linked back to my brand. Um, and the reason I always wear red is when I network um, for my business, I've, I started off wearing red because then that way people remember you and it's worked so every time I go to a networking event I always wear red for one it stands out but also that is my brand so I don't wear like for yourself you you would wear a branded t-shirt which says body and beyond you would because that's your brand yeah so and at networking event I would actually say to do that because you know you rather than walking around giving business cards you've that's full yeah branding for yourself so i do the same i let this do the talking oh, no, no, <laughs> well i let this do the talking <laughs> well, um, but um yeah so it's 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 from day one i've done it and it's worked that to the point that i've been to one event where i was rushing and i had to i went and i wasn't wearing red and everybody was like where's the red where's the red it's just it's just not date messy without the red and See, I would so. just mix mix it up sometimes and just come in a different colour. Well, that's what <laughs> made me threw people. Yeah, there. it it completely threw people. Because that would make people remember you even more. Because you didn't wear red. Yeah, that one like, event. what you wore grey. <laughs> um, have an off day. Huh? No, that's the only. I don't. I mean, that's another topic. But when you've got your own business, you can't have an off day. That's one thing I've noticed. And my brand as well is all about being fun and. Mm your personality and um well I, I would disagree actually oh, really? i feel like you can have an off day you're allowed to be human and you're allowed to kind of let i don't know like your feet sh- emotions show and it yeah. also makes people connect with you a bit but i think personally so if you're having a day where you just can't be asked to post or i don't know yeah i think sharing that story sometimes yeah. helps your audience connect with you oh no I, th- I think in that aspect yeah if you've got a strong enough topic and you want to kind of share it and you feel that people will resonate with it oh, definitely, definitely. Yeah. but i think when i'm from my perspective what i'm saying is that at the on the day of the event when people come i if i'm having okay, a really yeah. rough day so i suppose it's like if you're training somebody and you're having a really rough day you've got two options you either tell them what's going on or you sack it up and deal with it yeah. and then deal with your deal with that when you get home because at the end of the day they might understand. No, oh, yeah, yeah, I totally get like that. When yeah. you're trying to provide a service, you yeah. provide the service. Because yeah. that, that's what people have signed up for. And that, you know, as much as they're going to be, um, they're going to feel for you if you ha- are having a bad day, they're like, well, actually, I came Yeah, for- you paid your money. Yeah, yeah I paid your- my money. All right, you know, I wanted to come for a fun event and she was really, she was in a really bad mood. That's oh, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Oh, 100% so, agree with you. So- I, that's a pet peeve of mine when... Yeah. Um, business owners kind of bring their personal life into their business yeah. in a negative way and it affects the customer's experience. Yeah, exactly. And I think, like I said, for me, it, my my whole thing is about 
being fun, letting your personality shine so that I can't really be there and be like, oh God, like, <laughs> you know, I'm having a rough day. Um, and also people, obviously, that when they come to my events, they're, they're looking at me for guidance to say, help me, I want to meet, I want to talk to this person. How do, so I've got to be a mediator and things okay. like that. So. so you kind of told me how you've got to here and how it started yeah. and what you did and stuff, but you kind of, I feel like you've skipped past anything, that any problems, that have, any bumps in the road that have occurred. So I'm sure... Four years, you must have had, felt like kind of when you first transitioned or started even Date Master, because I know you're running, like you're doing work what work then working, and yeah. like you had to change a job mm. and things like that. Mm. But how did you, what made you even want to get into it? Like as in how did you actually start it? What gave you the confidence to go for it? Because I'm sure there's a lot of people mm. listening who might have an idea or they're in a job where they don't typically like, or they they, they don't mind, but yeah. it's not what's their true calling. Mm-hmm. So, like, how did you get to where you are? What gave you the confidence to actually start? And when you did start, what kind of roadblocks and what, what obstacles did you face? And Well, I think the first event, I literally just saw it as a tester. I was like, let's try this and see what happens. And I honestly, I did not expect it to sort of the way it is now to be honest um tried it out it was really successful people came to it and they were like wow this is really different and that was the thing so i kind of gained the feedback from people what is it that they liked um and then kind of took me on to the next event i was like let's try another event let's try different let's try different things and things like that and it kind of just went from there but the whole thing was that you've got to make sure you just keep remembering why you're doing it for me i could see it from that first event I could see, and I think with any person that runs events or even like yourself, when you can see in front of you the changes that you're making, the the rewards, then that spurs you on to do something else. If it was a bad event, I'd probably be like, okay, this isn't going to work. People don't like the name or they don't, I don't know, they don't like the activities and stuff like that. But yeah, the first event went really well. And I was like, okay, let's try another one. Let's try another one. And the demand just grew. And then with what I'm quite fortunate with my business is that, it all pretty much works on recommendation. A lot of people could always say to me, oh, do you advertise? Do you do this? I was like, no. I, I mean, I do advertise, but That's brilliant. Ma- yeah. mainly people come to the event. They've had a great time. They'll go away and tell five other people. Okay. And then the next event comes around, that demand grows and vice versa. And I'm now, because of what I do, um, people recommend me. So when they meet me, they're just like, oh, I've heard your event's really good. Yeah. I want to come to it. So... You know, no amount of adverts going to do that for yeah. you. Word of mouth has worked really so well for me. When you first started, like when you first went for that first event, what were your initial thoughts? Like, how long were you kind of thinking about it? Were you teetering around for a long time, thinking, "Oh, should I transition to doing something like this, like a dating kind of service?" Or was that like, did that ever cross your mind, or was it just like, "I'm waking up one day and you just did it"? I think with me, like, I think even with my businesses, if you look at it, there's so much more I can do with it. But for me, I'm my speciality is events. It's a niche subject. It's an, it's what I'm good at. And I'm sticking to that. So that's one thing I would tell people, stick to what you're good at. You're going to be so... Everyone's going to say to you, oh, why don't you do this? Why don't you do that? Branch out, branch out. And then before you know it, your resources are being stretched. Yeah. My speciality is events. That's what I stick to. And I always wanted to do events where I can be myself obviously I run a lot of corporate events I love doing them bigger budgets and all the rest of it but you can't you know you're kind of running it behind the scenes I'm fortunate I get to run these events and be there and I don't have to hide I'm not I'm not hiding in the kitchen crying my eyes out when things have gone wrong that's the part you don't see about me (laughs) Um, at these events obviously you know I'm there and I'm front of house yeah and that's so do do you enjoy that side of things I do entertaining yeah I do and I think like I said it I, I, I'm very proud of the fact that it's a personable business. So like from the minute somebody books, they're constantly dealing with you. Yeah. I'm not just a website, you book a ticket and then you just turn up and you don't know who the host is and everything. And it, I think it actually helps because because they've had that one contact with one person. When they arrive, a lot of people say to me, I suppose it's like with you because yeah. you do videos as well. They feel like they already know you. Yeah, so that yeah. help, that's pretty much taken away like some of their nerves they're like, at least I know the organiser. So, and obviously anybody that's coming on their own, which I actually tell people to come on their own, I yeah. think it's a lot beneficial. I look after them a lot more. Okay. So I'm aware if somebody's coming on their own, I've got my guest list, I know who's coming. I'll, and I always register everybody so that I get to see them. I remember them and I know my spreadsheet off by, by that stage. Oh, okay, so you kind of almost 
vet people before they come to the events or not really you do you do vet them you're in conversation with them um but it's more a case of that you um i know that when i like if i've had conversation with them you know if they've had any concerns or they're like oh i'm really nervous about this or this is my situation and stuff like that i'll i remember that sort of stuff so when they do come and they're completely nervous just by meeting me, they're like, okay, right, that half the battle's over. They're like, re- recognize a familiar face. Then I will pass them on to my helpers who take them to the bar and then ease them into the event and then ask them if they want to mingle with anyone. But we just kind of do it at their own pace. It's not forced or anything like that. So I'm very conscious that if somebody's coming on their own, I look after them. Same way if I go to a networking event. Like I said, I might come across really confident, but I actually brick myself every time we go. <laughs> just because I think anyone's like that. You try to walk, you walk into a room and you try and suss it out and you're like, and you're looking for a familiar face and half the time it is always just the organiser. Yeah. And if they're busy, you're like, oh, what do I do? So that's why I always make sure, right, right, I'll speak to them. Obviously, I am busy. I'm registering everyone else, but I try my ultimate and hardest to ease them in. But at the event, I speak to every single person. Yeah. It's also quite um, good to kind of share as well that you don't always feel confident because like, a lot of people kind of listening to this might be like, well, it's good. It's easy see, for her. Yeah. She She's a very confident person. Mm. She's a, she, So it's fine for her to start a business. Yeah. Or someone listening like, oh, saying it's fine for her to say for me to come to her yeah, event. Easier she's easier. Com- yeah. She's confident that other people coming are mm. quite confident, but I'm not. But you as the organiser mm. probably not, like as in, you're confident in areas that you're confident in, yeah. but then you still have doubts. Oh, yeah. I think everyone does have that. And I think that's, that is the perception that everyone always thinks. Oh, like you said, oh, she it's fine. She, what does she worry about? And I, to be honest, most of the, the reason I do half of these events is actually for shy people. Yeah. Because it's speed dating or any other dating events where it's just you're left to mingle. You're not... I know even I would struggle with that. Yeah. It's, it's easier said than done. Walk into a bar, grab a drink and talk to somebody. Who are you going to talk to? Yeah, I don't... As, you know, yeah, yeah I wouldn't it, be able to kind of... Yeah, and half, been, yeah. half the time people are either formed with their groups. You don't want to like edge in on someone else's conversation and things like that. And so before you know it, you just kind of get left behind. Yeah, so I'd I'm, probably be that kind of person yeah, as well. Yeah, but again, like I, talking to you now, I would think you're really confident. And- Sorry about that interruption, guys. I know Aniko is about to say something really important, but the video cut out and it threw us off track and then we decided to take a break. So I'm really sorry, but we came back and we carried on our conversation. I hope you enjoy the rest of the interview. Yeah, one of the questions I wanted to ask you was, um, do you feel you're successful? And the reason why I'm asking that is because a lot of people listening will think you're four years into a business you've kind of built something up and you've made it and like for someone who's like thinking of starting something or Mm -hmm. thinking of getting into something that they they're passionate about but they're not quite sure of if they should do it or not Mm. they look at people like you or like anyone who's successful or pretend like appears to be successful as like um like almost like they they some people will be inspired by it and a lot of people will be put off by it. They're like, it yeah. takes a lot of work to get there and I'm, I don't want to, I just don't think I can do it. Mm-hmm. So do you feel like you're successful? I do think I'm successful. I'm surprised at how far I've come in four years. Um, when I say I think I'm successful, it's because I feel like I've become, my brand's become quite well known. So now yeah. when I meet people and they're like, oh, you're Anika. Oh, you're, oh, you're date Lassie. Oh, okay. Like that. And so, and, you know, if I go to family functions and stuff like that, it seems to be that people want to talk to me about it. It's yeah. not like, you know, you, you go to um, other functions and stuff and people, you know, the doctors, lawyers, whatever, people might talk about it. But with mine, it seems to be like quite an open subject and people want to yeah. want to know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, I suppose they will, they will need my help, really. Yeah. So. But you, yeah, and I think an important thing to remember is that where you started with it as well. So yeah. it wasn't like where you were, you had, I know you were already, you had experience in the game mm-hmm. of like events, but you hadn't done anything. And the the best thing that you did was to try something. Yeah. Um, it is scary. Don't get me wrong. Completely scary. I think you have to go in with it. Let's just try this and see what happens. I think a lot of people, um, the fear is obviously giving up 
and starting something all, all yeah um, and yes I did that but I think I kind of still had that in the back of my head that if it doesn't work I can always go back to do this yeah. or whatever um so one of the other steps you can do is obviously start off and you know either if you are in full-time work try and cut back your hours so you've got some time to spend on your business yeah. go part-time or something like that see where you know it is going to be a struggle because you're going to be working and running a business at the same time yeah it's hard but I would say that's probably easier steps to take rather than throwing yeah. yourself completely into it and alienating yourself. And I think the biggest challenge is about when you have your own business yeah. is you miss that interaction. I think um, a lot, one unpopular piece of advice or pe- advice that people don't like that I give out when mm. someone tells me, or oh, when can I make time to, or when I can't, I already do a lot. Like mm. when I can't run a business or I'm a mum or mm. I'm a, <clears throat> like you know I've other things in my life or whatever mm. or like I don't have time to find a partner yes or I don't have time to look after my health or mm. fitness or whatever it mm. is what what I always say to them is that it's not you have to make it a priority so you have to kind of like yeah. um one use dead time mm-hmm. so time that you like you know when you're like you run your events on mm. the weekends and things like that so mm. time when you're not working in your other job mm. you you do this stuff you work you kind of put in the hours when you yeah. don't have when you have more time mm-hmm. everything is cutting back like see so i always look at it as like um people like think oh like my plate's already full i'll add on top of it yeah and that's the recipe for disaster yeah yeah you have, you, you have to take something off the plate and replace it so mm-hmm. like whether it's taking away from sleep or taking away from family or mm-hmm. social events in the weekend there's always time in your thing that or like taking away time from like where you watch tv to do yeah. something or things like that mm-hmm. You have to you have to invest. Basically. I think yeah, if it's important to you, you'll make the time. Yeah, that's one thing I've found that it's like. I mean, one of the things it does. I mean, when you're running your business and you're working, one of the things that challenges I did find is that it does affect your relationships as well to yeah. some degree. So, you know, there'll be days where you know you go to work, you come back, and then now in this day and age, you're constantly on your phone. You're answerable, yeah. so you're watching TV, but you're not really watching TV. You're answering emails, and your your mind's on this and you think, oh my god, let me do this, or oh, I've just had an idea for a social media post. Let me do this, and so you're never actually present. And you know, while it's great, I'm promoting trying to get into relationships. Your relationships can hinder as well. Yeah, it is a, it is a bit of a difficult. It's the catch twenty two, really. Yeah. Um, but, but you do need the support of your partner as well. Yeah, so. if, yeah you with anything, you have yeah. to get support. And I think what the important thing to remember is, like, if you want to reap the rewards of something, mm-hmm. you have to sow the seeds. Like, you have to kind of put in the work, yeah. and then you can eventually enjoy it. You can't just want something and then not be willing to kind of work for it, and then yeah. kind of go from there. No, I think that's true. I think it's just like the same with fitness and in dating. You, you've got to make the time. And know that you've actually, you know, you've invested, you've like said, right, I'm going to, I'm going to go and I'm going to do this for this hour or I'm going to go to this event or whatever and put your full hearted effort into it. Then if it doesn't work, that's fine. But at least you know that you're accountable for it. You can't, you've got nothing else to blame. You say, okay, fine. It did work. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like you, you said, you just, you just try, you put yourself out there. If it doesn't work. It doesn't work. One of the, yeah, I think one of the biggest regrets is not trying. Yeah. And that's one thing I've learned recently is that... You, no, just you having yeah, regrets. Just literally yeah. just walking away from not uh, having regrets and saying, at least I know I tried. That's yeah. it. And, that's and that applies to anything in life, yeah, not with just anything. work or business. Or yeah, whatever. yeah, exactly. So, because you, you've got to live with that at the end of the day and... You know, so well, everyone was is always going to give you advice about, oh yeah, why don't you go to this gym or why don't you do this or why don't you go to, you know, go to this place or whatever like that. You've got to do what's right for you and live with the decision yourself. Yeah. Um, one of the, obviously, you know, the, the name of the podcast is Stronger, Fit, Happier. Yep. So what I had, a, what I wanted to know from you is what makes you, what do you do to lead a stronger, fitter, happier life? And what does Stronger, Fit, Happier mean to you as well? It doesn't have to be, <laughs> if you're not a gym person, you yeah. don't do that. So don't, don't worry. Stronger, I mean, like. Stronger could mean mentally stronger. It could be mm-hmm. mean physically stronger. It could mean like whatever makes you feel strong and powerful. It means that you go shopping with I don't know your friend Jamie. <laughs> <laughs> you what makes you feel strong? Fitter obviously is going to be more related to exercise, yeah. but <clears throat> it doesn't have to necessarily be training in the gym or stuff that we do. Mm-hmm. It could be like going for a walk. It could be physical activity, dance 
anything mm. that you do to make yourself fitter, even if it is literally like you just tend to sit down a little less and you have a standing desk now. Mm-hmm. So whatever kind of, and then happier could literally be a whole can of worms, whatever you do to make you feel happy. So yeah, what, what does it mean to you and what do you do for yourself? Um, happier, I suppose these days what I'm trying to do is um, not make excuses. So if, I, if there's somewhere I want to go, or somewhere like a new venue I want to try, or there's a, I don't know, a friends event coming up or something like that. I don't look out and see who wants to go. I'm like, right, I want to go. And so I'm going to make it happen. Okay. Right. Um, and I never used to do that. I used to always like, let me ask whoever. And then everyone would be like, oh, no, I can't be. Bothered. And then that's it. You lose out. And I like that. Yeah. yeah. Then you just sit there and, and you hear about how great it was. And you're like, I could have, I could have been there. Um, stronger, I'm trying to be a lot more positive these days and, um, I'm trying to, this probably, I'm learning how to be selfish, if that sounds, if that makes no, sense. Makes Putting myself sense. first, um, and. That's a very strength, yeah. strong, I feel it's a strong quality. Yeah, and I'm trying to, um, if there's something that, somewhere I don't want to go, I won't go now. Whereas before I used to be so caught up in, oh, what if people, what's it going to... Saying yes Yeah, it's going to look bad if I don't go and things like that. And I, half the time I would go to an event, um, put on a brave face and be there, but I don't really want to be there. And I come back and I crash. And I'm the one that has to deal with the aftermath. Yeah. But no one sees that part of it. And um, fitness-wise or... Um, I, I, I love walking, so I go. I try and walk as much as I yeah. can um, if I don't need to drive anywhere. Um, and, yeah, I love dancing. So one of my okay. biggest things is if I can have dance or go to a dancing event, I'd love to I'd love to do that. But I also dance around my kitchen as well. Okay. So, uh, so, yeah, probably my highlight of the day. Although I don't like cooking, the reason I like cooking now is because I get Music to... Music on. Maybe. Yeah, I get to put my playlist on and... Um, I guess that could make you happier as well. It makes, yeah, it does. And literally, I will happily do the washing up if I know I can dance around and um, yeah. with my brush. Oh, <laughs> so, yeah. Right. yeah. Those are really good ways of kind of um, helping people kind of think about where what this podcast aim is to do is to help, obviously, people lead stronger, fitter, happier lives. And mm-hmm. I think that does kind of send that message across mm-hmm. like, well, so one, like, hopefully you're you're quite an inspiring person to other women or men even who are you know considering maybe starting something or like um you might have even helped someone be inspired to come to one of your events and find love so Mm -hmm. that is one way that you might hopefully you've inspired other people but in the other things like sharing what you do to kind of i don't think always people think about outside of the box of strength fitness and health Mm -hmm. so like um I mean, health, happiness. So yeah. a lot of times people tell me like, oh, I don't lift weights and I don't do weightlifting and mm-hmm. stuff. So I'm not strong. Like, but strong doesn't always mean physically strong because you're able to move a load from one area to the other mm-hmm. or like pick something up and yeah. put something down. Physically strong and flexibility, loads of other things. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think you shared some good kind of insights into that. So wrapping up, mm-hmm. what's the future for Date Marcy and, and Nika as a whole? <laughs> Nika as a whole. Um, what are your future ambitions and goals and stuff? Um, I suppose, like I said, I think date Massey, there's definitely a demand for it. Yeah. Um, and I've seen that, like, with my last event, literally, I don't even put it on sale on Sunday and it's just gone crazy already. Yeah. So it's, it's um, that in itself has been quite... By the way, you can plug that event if you want. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, I mean, um, I think... Definitely doing more events for Date Massey. I wanted, there's loads of new ideas I want to try out as well. Do you want um, this to become like a full-time thing for yourself? I think there's scope to it. I just, what it is, I don't want the novelty to wear off. I think that's what it is. I don't think, think of it like this as then, um, do, you, do you have a purpose? Like, what, what's your life purpose? Like, what, what is it that brings you happiness and joy? At the moment, it is probably Date Massey. Is the fact that I can... I mean, beyond yeah. that. So like, as in... Is it to help people find love and experience what you have with your husband? Is it like what? what? I think one thing I've learned about myself recently is whether it's dating or anything, I love bringing people together. So whether it's a family function or whether it's dating, I just like being able to bring people together. And so if I can do that, whether it's... So will that novelty ever wear off for you? 
I don't think so because I think I've definitely nailed it in my it's something embedded in me that I like to be able to get people together and I and I can see that I've met I, I love organizing and I love putting yeah. so, so the two pers- guys, yeah. yeah so for me like even just if it's a friend's gathering I love organizing it and putting it together and that satisfaction is what drives me to keep going so then fun. what I'm basically trying to get is that I personally don't think the novelty will ever wear off of date my because while it might not be that you do events around dating or pizza making events mm. or bowling or mm. the quiz nights yeah you'll always adapt in terms of like the more we get into social media, the more the need will be to kind of have human interaction. Yeah. So whether we go into a VR world or everyone's listening to podcasts, and yeah. that, there'll be some sort of need for human interaction. Yeah. Whether it's not for dating or relationships, it might be for friendship. Mm-hmm. It might be for, I don't know, like-minded individuals for business or yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. You, 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 there'll always yeah. be a need for your service and there'll be a, a need to scratch your itch of <laughs> helping people bring people together maybe yeah i suppose there will be, yeah so. yeah so that, yeah. that's how where i see it like my yeah. need is to help people feel fulfilled and happy in mm-hmm. their life and i do that right now through fitness and, yeah. and health and obviously like i'm trying to expand that through like things like the podcast and yeah. stuff as well so yeah that's that's what i was trying to get at. so i don't think you have anything to worry about oh thanks that's good to know. <laughs> And hopefully for anyone who's listening as well, you don't you don't have to worry about like kind of if you personally have um, <clears throat> like something that really, really resonates with you, mm-hmm. like and it's something that's like really like you just can't stop thinking about just yeah. go for it, like go for whatever makes you happy and don't kind of hold back if it's something that's really important to you yeah i think that's yeah it's true if you if you feel like there's something you really enjoy and that you feel like you're really good at and um could benefit just try it that's the only thing you can do it might work it might not work but at least you know and if it does work brilliant like you know it kind of spurs you on to do something else um but i i think if someone said to me like oh yeah you're going to start your own business like a couple of years ago but then that I was like, I was so fixated that now I'm always going to work, always going to work for a company. Um, but there was something inside me saying that, no, I lo- as much as I love, enjoy, enjoy doing events, I want to do my own events. Yeah, I that we have full control. Yeah, I want to be able to put my stamp on it. And um, and that's what it is, really. It's just the same as like cake bakers. You can obviously, you want, every, there's loads of bakers out there, but, you know, everyone's got their niche or they've got their favourite flavour and stuff. Mm. And that's what you get known for, so... Speaking of cake, I'm really hungry. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was actually going to ask you what any final thoughts or any piece of advice for anyone who's listening, but I think that actually really summarizes as well. Just go for it. Just try it. And yeah, take it. See how, see what, where the wind takes you. Yeah, definitely. I think like I said, the main thing is that if you've tried, try and, if you've got an idea of run with it um it's always helpful whether if you've got somebody to support you whether it's a partner a family member or something like that because one thing i've i've learned that there's so much i can achieve but when you're in it you doubt yourself so much so my husband always reminds me actually you can do this you can do you know you're really good at it you really enjoy it and i'm like oh yeah but I always put my, I always literally, mm. that, that self-confidence just drops a bit. You're like, oh, no, no. Does your husband play quite a big role then in terms of supporting you? Yeah, yeah. To be honest, I wouldn't have been able to do it without him. I think it was, uh, you know, he was like, look, he kind of saw the, what I, he saw it in me before I could see it, basically. Mm. Um, and every time I've doubted, saying, oh, I'm not sure about this, whatever, like that, we kind of talk it over. And he's like, you've got this. Yeah. And so, yes, it, it really does help that I have that support. Mm. But that, that doesn't come from, you don't always have to have a partner. As long as you've got, like I said, a parent or, um, yeah. you know, even a friend or something. It kind of just gives you that mm. extra confidence because we're so, we're so... It's so easy to just go, ah, forget yeah. about it. It's a bit about, it's like having an accountability partner, really. Mm. Yeah, I've, I've, so. It's a massive thing because I, I feel like people's self-doubt always comes from somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like usually like, usually comes from parents or like not yeah. bad parenting, but somewhere down the line or something or a teacher or someone's yeah, kind of made yeah. you feel a bit like you're not good enough. Yeah, I think there's And always it's just that. always the case of someone undoing that, like whether it's a partner in a relationship, mm. whether it's a friend or... A, a, a parent yeah or a mentor or yeah, someone yeah someone finding someone to support you in what you're doing is is amazing yeah and obviously when you've got your own business or anything you need idea you need somebody mm. to bounce ideas off because yeah. you know you're always going to think an idea is great until you say it out loud and go ah i didn't think of that or 
you know, things yeah. like that. So. Well, if if you're someone listening and you're you're you don't have that support or something, message one of us. To... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. We'll be your accountability. Partner. Yeah, we'll we'll support you. Yeah, right. use this podcast or video or whatever yeah. um, as support or us as support. Saying that, where can people find you? And is there anything up? I know you said there's an yeah. event coming up, so time to plug it away. Okay. So where where, where can people find you? So the beans? next time you see red, think of me. <laughs> yeah. um, no, so I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram, Twitter, LinkedIn. So all the social medias. If you look, what's for your my handles? Yeah, <laughs> my love handles are here. <laughs> um, it's uh, date Massey, so all one word. Um, at, um, Spell that just for anyone. Yeah, so it's D A T E, so date, and then Massey, which is M A S I, but all one word. Okay. Um, so Facebook and Instagram. I hope I'm following you on everything. (laughs) Oh, I'm so too. I think you are. Yeah. Um, And but I've got my website as well, which is datemassey.com. Um, and as I mentioned, I've got an event coming up, which is on the 9th of September, but got promoted on Sunday. Tickets went on sale, and it's a TV and music quiz pub quiz um at the folly in monument and um it's in central london. in central london um it's for late 20s to late 30s so i always do like a 10 year age gap um probably about 70 people will be coming to this oh, event wow. um plenty of fish to pick from pretty much yes <laughs> but um i put te- i put everyone into teams according to their age group so you're going to meet although it's a 10 year age gap you're going to be in a team and be meeting people similar, similar groups, age groups yeah, yeah. and then the teams sensible. change throughout the event as well but the whole idea is the quiz um sparks conversation so you don't have to okay so all the questions are guaranteed to spark conversation take you down memory lane and you're going to find out whether someone's a mj fan or uh so how, how can people kind of buy the tickets then? they can go onto the website which is datemassey.com and buy the tickets um but they are selling very fast and i've only got a few male tickets left so you have to oh so quick. you have a gender yeah yeah and that's the other thing i all my events are 50 50 split oh, okay so, so that's the, so hot, the that's the that's so the challenge opportunities well i think you said about <laughs> challenges before that's my biggest challenge with my job but it's also my selling my usp is the fact that i always make sure there's 50 50 split otherwise okay. i won't do the event right brilliant so yeah you've got the guarantee that you're going to meet equal split and not 10 guys and 20 women basically okay well it sounds yeah. good yeah so yeah well thank you for coming on thank you for having me <laughs> and uh, well i came to your yeah, house I know. Out, but, yeah. <laughs> right. anyway so if anyone's thinking this is not my house <laughs> but yeah th- thank you so much for coming on and i hope I really do think that people would have found this useful. I think so, yeah. Either they'll find love or they'll find some inspiration. One they'll either be happy in love or happy with their body. That's all I'm <laughs> So you've made it to the end and I really hope you enjoyed that conversation. It's the third ever interview I've ever done. So bear with me on the questions front and my awkwardness. I will improve over time, but I hope you enjoyed it. And I hope it delivered on what I promised at the start. If it did, please share it with a friend. Please rate and review, comment, do the whole shebang. And if you'd like to learn a bit more about Anika and find out more about what she's doing, then check out the show notes if you're listening to this on the podcast or in the description of this video if you're watching the video. And you will find out all her Instagram handles, her Facebook and her website so you can check out all the events she has on as well.